0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. We hope you are doing better than what we saw yesterday from Roma. Andy, a performance that was so toxic, I have contracted pneumonia. That was a very dangerous, very dangerous match to be subjected to. That I I don't know where exactly that ranks because, of course, we've seen this happen time and time and time and time again. So we shouldn't be surprised that Roma dominate the match, have three very good goal-scoring opportunities, undoubtedly the better side in the game. And naturally, they miss all of those uh, goal scoring opportunities and they concede in the 88th minute. So it's you, you can't even be amazed anymore the way many of these things play out. So that is why, uh, in my apologies in advance, uh, that is why I sound like a, a, an Italo version of Liam Neeson. Who is just smoked uh, three cartons of uh, Marlboro Reds? Uh, and you're doing well, though, right? You're healthy. I mean, that sucked, but
1: I'm I'm all good, man. I'm all good. I hope that you're good because uh, this show will not go on without you. So I hope that uh, I can, I can do the talking uh, this time around. But I'm I hope that in the long run, we will not need a John Solano replacement because oh. uh, it's impossible. Um, but I do, I do think that these, you know, the, the these games, whenever they occur, and they occur on a regular basis with Roma, they they really do uh, have that kind of feeling that you just you just know it's taking a toll on you. You just know it. You you are tired. You you are in disbelief. Um, you're depressed. You're frustrated. It all culminates in either you're resorting to your beverage of choice or mm. if you're a smoker probably going through six packs of uh, of uh, of Marlboros um it's it just this is that kind of display that really then um finds its way into the history books because This is, you know, for me, these are the games that you have to get it right. Like the Cremonese game, these are games that you have to get right where the the smallest mistake will then obviously um, lead to a loss, you you know, like where you can't just look past it and say, oh, well, we go again next month. No, here you have to say, yes, we go again next week, but next week you have to get it right. You have to get it absolutely right. And I think the most devastating part about this and which we all know is that um, this was actually a good performance by by Roma standards. Yes. I, it was yeah. a very encouraging performance, especially since we considered that uh, we were prepared. And I think um, even the the opponent, the, the Salzburg, were being asked before the game, "Are you expecting Roma to sit back?" And and even Mourinho was asked, "Well, you know how." How much you can can you create really? You go up against a younger team, a team that runs a lot, that is fast on the ball and um, play plays attacking football and whatnot. And nobody really expected Roma to 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 play this way in an away game in a, in a you know hostile environment, big stage, European stage. That's and instead they they went out and and they put in a, a really good performance, I think. Now there were moments where the team was was clearly struggling. Paulo Di obviously goes down after 45 minutes. And um and that I think takes a toll on, on the team. But overall, if you look at the chances that we had, if you look at um, I thought Brian Cristante was great, I thought the defense was great. But again, it's those moments where you you have to get it right. You cannot lose any type of focus. And also, you have to be more clinical up front. You just cannot uh, waste chances. And that's what Roma have been really good at this season. They've been excellent. If there is an award for best chances missed... Roma are up for it because um, yes. I, I read a horrend, I read a horrendous, terrifying statistic, which was Tammy Abraham had fifty three big chances uh, in in uh, this season. Fifty three big chances. Now look at how many goals he scored, and tell me if that is not the, one of the most horrific stats in uh, it, it, you've ever seen in all of football uh, it's it's it, it's scary it's scary because this team fights with itself they're not even fighting with the opponent they're not even they don't even have to win against the opponent they have to win against themselves when roma go up against a team like salzburg they don't have to worry about the opponent scoring they have to worry about them not scoring enough that's the problem, is that you always have to take into account with this team that they're just not going to be good enough in front of goal. And um, and if you want to win, you just have to, I, I don't know what you have to do, because I don't, when was the last time Roma had a really high scoring game? Mm. I, I'm curious to find out. That I, when, don't I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Because, okay, we remember, you know, we won, what, 2-0 against Fiorentina, great, but anything remotely close to a 3 0 win 4 0 win is there anything like that in in in, in uh, with roma i this season i don't think so last season what maybe against bodo in the in, in the conference league that on the return leg maybe that but i just for me this is it, it's something that um that this team just is, is not able to do they've been for for all the criticism all the things that I'm reading, hearing, and and things that are being directed at Mourinho in recent pressers, it always comes off as this, like this team is crap. But then right. if you yeah. take a performance like last night, it's not crap. It's a, it's actually a good performance. A normal team, a healthy team, would have taken that match home either with a draw or a win. Either they would have imposed themselves with a 2-0 win, or they would have... You know, they would have backed away, said, "Okay, we're gonna keep a clean sheet and moved on, and took the result home, and then worked with a draw in their hands uh, in the return leg at the Olympico." Instead, right. this team, this team just collapses. But it's not even like the team fails; it's maybe just a misstep. Maybe Matic reads the opponent wrong. Maybe someone is too slow on a turn. That that kind of thing, very trivial, very very individual, very specific. It's not a team mistake. It's a, it's just something that at some point in time is bound to happen and happens with Roma more often than with any other team that I can think of. And and it costs you. It costs you. It it just shows you over these last two games, what like with Lecce, where you create, you create, you create, you create, and then you go home and you've got one point. And it's a good point, right. but it's still a point. So that's the thing. It's not what I want to say in my reaction to this game is that it's not as clear and as easy as saying, well, they had a shit game. It's really not because, um, because uh, this is, this was far from a shit game. I've seen shit games this season. This was not (laughs) one of them. So that's all I can say is that the, 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 there is so much focus on, on the bad, on the bad that we really don't understand that the problem this season is 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 something very trivial, like players missing chances, which you may you know you may say, oh, the players are not good enough. But some of these things that I'm seeing it's like it, it's not one player, it's not two it's, players, it's all of them, it's all of them. It's mind
0: boggling to me because, as you said, it, you know, it is to an extent something so trivial. I, I I I don't know. I I still don't know how to feel about it because in my post match pod. Uh, I said the thing that stings most about this. Yes, it's it's the defeat, and yes, it's the timing of the defeat. You you stay engaged as a supporter for all ninety minutes, only to to get kicked in the groin in the final moments. They play good, Andy. I mean, that pass from Cristante to Tammy Abraham. I don't know if that guy will ever be able to replicate that again for as long as he lives, and for that not to have been ended up that ball in the back of the net is borderline uh, b- blasphemous. It is sacrilegious. It, it's whatever adjective you want to use. For that cherry of a, of a pass and a deliver, I mean, and it delivered on a silver platter, all you have to do is just knock it past the guy. Then we also have the, the chance of... Uh, yeah, the team. Oh, the, oh, the, the Cristante. Okay. Well, Cristante hits the post, yeah. Um
1: I was yeah, and then I was thinking of Belotti and the well, that miraculous that one's, the miraculous yeah. save which again you just you, you you know, these guys out of nowhere, Falcone with Lecce who just becomes this uh, unbelievable mix of world-class talents that you haven't seen in, in 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 half a century and uh and 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 you just see this team that is trying really hard and basically, every goalkeeper turns into prime Yashin. So I, it just that that even hurts more and deflates more, and I don't know if more the fans or the team. But uh, it's a, it's a horrendous moment every every time it happens, and it happens quite often.
0: because there's no doubting that that was an incredible save. There there's no debate over that. It was a fantastic save. But I suppose where I come out on this is you are so close to the goal at that point. That is one of those shots in my opinion where it should be one of those that, that is no doubt you leave you know you leave the the, the goalkeeper no chance. And I look at Because it is true. I always go back to the match of 2013-2014 with uh, that senior citizen who wore the training pants uh, uh, in goal, uh, Avramov, who he had to have been like 72 in that match. (laughs) Do you remember for Cagliari? Cagliari, Cagliari, of course, of course. The notorious
1: Cagliari game.
0: Right, right. And I, I could not tell. If I had a gun to my head and they said, you have to guess, what he did for the remainder of his career, I could not tell you. I would just have to say the, to, the, uh, to the assassin, just make it quick. Because I, I could not tell you what that guy did. Fell off of the, the face of the earth after that match. That was his claim to fame. However, having said that, it seems like this happens an inordinate amount of times to Roma. And I would say at some point, it has to come down to... Lack of concentration, a lack or inability to do an end product. I suppose where I come out on this is Roma and to what degree we can debate, of course, but I thought Roma were so vastly superior yesterday evening that the fact you go home, I forget the loss, not even a goal to your name is the thing that astonishes me most. I, the frustrating thing above all for me, at the least is, you know, an away match an away fixture, the away leg in a European tie. When you have three clear cut chances like that, you really cannot ask for more. If you have one or two good chances and you can create one to two clear cut goal scoring chances in the away leg of a European fixture, you before the the whistle even blew to kick off, you would like your odds if you knew that before the match with Roma Andy, you could tell me they have ten clear cut chances and i I can't tell you definitively one way or another what the result is, which is alarming
1: and, and that's the thing is that you know this this team has won this season despite despite themselves, despite the mischances, chances. When you see that stat that reads, Tammy Abraham has had 53 big chances this season. That tells you all you need to know about how this team is playing. You can't tell me that this team is not putting its players in a position to succeed. Right. You're, you, you can't tell me that this team is not playing football. You can't tell me that this team is parking the bus because a team that parks the bus will not put its main striker in 53 situations where he he has a clear shot on goal. You just can't, that cannot happen if you're a team that just sits back and defends, um, like the media, like a lot of fans will have you believe. This team still um, builds something and and can do something. And when they do, um, and when it's flowing, it's good. And that's why then it really hurts because they're doing it despite the wrong limitations. And so when you finally get um, within reach of the goalkeeper, you've had, you know, you, you've had beautiful passes, you've had uh, players moving in, in, you know, in an organized way across the pitch, they put them they find themselves in the situation that they want to be in, they do exactly what Mourinho tells them to do. And then you either hit the post, or you have the the the, the, the goalkeeper come out and do a brilliant save. Or you have somebody simply missing the the goal and the and the frame of it. So the, 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 that's the thing is that for me it would be really good if I could come on here and basically say, well, it's pretty straightforward, John. This team is shit, and do 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 do. But no, it's more complicated than that. That's what I was why I was so mad with the loss against Cremonese, and that's what I that's why I would be so mad if this team. Uh, failed uh, in the return link because uh, I see something. I see these guys do good things. It's not like they just sit back and let the opponent do the work for them. It, it doesn't work that way. This team is, for for what it's worth, for the players that it has at its disposal, for the the roster, for, for the ideas that have been worked on since Mourinho was appointed, Um, we've come a long way and they've been doing something, you know, truly unique considering that off the bench you can rely on guys like uh, Bellotti, and maybe if you're lucky in the league you will be able to count on Solbach maybe, maybe you'll be able to count on Ginny Wijnaldum who right now is maybe at what 40%, 45% of his form. So, they're doing all of this despite that. That's what I think is important to consider. Whenever you see this Roma give you a win you have to acknowledge that it's coming at a cost it's coming at a cost of these guys really playing their hearts out that's why you'll notice in the interviews now Mourinho just doesn't sound like Mourinho anymore because he always repeats the same thing well when the guys give everything I cannot criticize them yeah he's almost resigned a lot of the time it's kind of sad it's sad it's sad because he's come a long way since coaching you know the likes of uh, Benzema, Drogba, Cristiano Ronaldo, Modric, it just it, but, but this is the reality of the situation. He's he's accepted it, he's acknowledged it. Why can't we do it? Whenever this team pulls out a win, we should be I think we should be celebrating way more than we do celebrate because they are doing it despite themselves. That's the that's the thing, is that every time they go on the pitch, they're not playing against the opponent. The opponent usually, usually the opponent is not better than Roma. N- notice how we've said it so many times this season. We've always, we've, for the majority of the season, we said Roma, game in, game out, Roma looked as good as the opponent, if not better. But But whenever they go out on the pitch they're playing mostly against themselves, against their own demons, against their own limitations, against everything that has been, you know, has been accumulated over over this year, year and a half with Mourinho. Um, it's, it's the work that he's been doing lies in the fact that he's got limited resources. He knows it. They know it. They know who's good. They know that DiBala. Is world class compared to everybody else. They know that somebody like Cristante, Mancini, they're good, but they're impactful more in the in terms of the locker room, more in the terms of the morale and everything. And behind that, um, it, it, this is a very unpredictable team. But what's consistent about them is that they play hard. That's one thing, and I think that's why, what Mourinho acknowledges it. and But they also miss great chances. And every time they face somebody, they were really facing themselves. They're not really playing against Torino, Inter, or yes, they're Salzburg. They're playing against Roma. They're playing against their, 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 their own reflection. They know what they're not good at. This team has so many limitations. They always find a way... Around them, you really see that sometimes Mourinho clearly has worked on an element in order to facilitate. Say, for example, um, now, for example, he's working, he's trying, he's hoping to to be able to use El Shirawi more up front, since he's been using him as a left back most of the time. Now, with DiBala out, he's pr- we are going to probably be seeing uh, El Sharawi used more of a like a second striker and every time he's trying to find these solutions but he's doing so because he knows these guys they, they get so caught up in the moment they get so caught up in their own heads in their own in their own mistakes that when you see like somebody like Tammy Abraham have 53 big chances all season long so far uh, that really hits you because that's not a sign of a guy that has been you know, lost and abandoned along the side of the road and forgotten by his teammates. That's a guy who's getting great service. That's a guy who's getting great help from the team, from the coach, but something's not clicking and something's not clicking and you still have to win. You still have to go out there on Sunday, go up against Hellas Verona, knowing that you've just you've just conceded a late goal to Salzburg, that you've, you were maybe the better team, you maybe worked harder, but you still conceded. And you still have to go out there, be focused, and win, no matter what.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I don't. There's really no alternative. I I completely agree with you. Uh, we're going to leave it there. We're we're keeping this one short. I mean, you have beyond how I'm feeling. I mean, you you basically describe not basically, but the you made me feel as if I should. Uh, view a match of Roma as I do, like you, uh, my children's you, you 9 team. Well, they play hard, that's <laughs> yes. all that,
1: matters. At least, it's, they, uh, they, at least uh, they go out there and they have fun. Uh, you'd hope that Roma too. Well, the, that's not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. I hope. It, it's more like a TED Talk, you know? Every time you go and watch <laughs> Roma, it's like a TED Talk. It's like... <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) I've been an alcoholic. (laughs) And this is my story, and I'm going to tell you about how I I got out of it. And and basically with Roma, it's the same. You go out, you watch these guys play so hard, and you can see that they're all struggling, that they're all trying really hard to be on the same page, to do the things that Mourinho asks of them. And whenever they fail, whenever they get to that point where it's – it seems like there is a point, an apex of each game, where you think just there is that moment where the, the the bells go off and you're like, well, that's impossible. You know, that's how how is that possible? Well, it's possible every time they they seem to be reaching that apex. When they don't, say for example uh, against Spezia, uh, you know, or these other games where you seem to be more comfortable with the result, that's an anomaly. That's something that should be a cause for celebration. That that's the that's the point where we're at with Roma is even the small things we have to learn to appreciate them. Somebody like Mourinho, who's ha- who has very 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 high standards, has learned to appreciate them. Why can't we? Oh, <sighs> okay. Well, I can't add anything
0: further beyond that. All right. So Roma de Verona this weekend. Andy and myself. We will be back after the match of sunday so we will chat with you then as always thank you for listening thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at patreon if you would like to join the group chat get early access to episodes you can go to patreon.com slash roma press all right everyone have a good uh have a very good weekend stay safe and we will chat with you in a few days until then ciao ciao